Hello and welcome back to the Untitled Serendipity Podcast by Nick ZH. That's me, I'm Nick ZH. And welcome back to episode 4. I can't believe I've actually been doing this for 4 weeks now. Although admittedly I was really hesitant or on the fence about uploading a new episode since I have been extremely, extremely busy. But I decided that this would be a good change of pace, a nice break that I can take in the middle of work and in the middle of recording in order to change things up and kind of get my rhythm back and get into a creative project that I work on myself. Even though I know that I'm going to spend a bit more time at the office today, I think that it's kind of worth it. And hopefully if people listen, as I've gotten some pretty decent feedback on the episode so far, maybe it would be worth it. I hope that everybody's doing fine, having a good week. If you're listening to this on the weekend, a lovely weekend. And yeah, without any further ado, I think I want to get into today's fact. There was a lot of stuff that I learned this week, and I had not written much or any of it down, so I was struggling a bit when I was thinking of, wow, what, what do I actually want to say today? But I did remember something, and I did have a tab open in my internet browser that luckily saved the day, and this is a really cool fact that I learned that is both hilarious and fascinating for me. So, the fact is that the kilogram, as some of you may know, some of you may not, generally speaking, all of the weights have a universal representative. So, they have an official weight, like the official kilogram that exists somewhere. That is the point of reference for all other measures, the ton, etc., etc. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, because I did not read the notes on this, that it's currently in Paris and it is a platinum something uh, alloy that is basically just the perfect ideal kilogram. Where I'm leading with this is that there was a kilogram before, in many centuries before, there was this unified form and system of measurement, and as you are familiar, the USA uses imperial measurement and not metric. But in the year 1793, there was a mission to get the kilogram over to the United States of America and actually implement it. And apparently Thomas Jefferson was actually up for the idea. So off goes a boat, all the way from Europe, crossing the pond into America with this precious kilogram of cargo. Of course, it would have been slightly different from today's kilogram, uh, as I'm assuming it is significantly more precise today. However, what happens in the middle of the journey is the ship encounters a storm. They are swayed off course, they end up in the Caribbean islands. Which is, of course, as some of you may know from the hit films of the 2000s, there are pirates in the Caribbean. And what happens with pirates is they do end up looting things. The ship got captured and seized by pirates uh, held on the island of Monsterat, which, by the way, is one of my favorite names for any island or place. I'm hoping that the etymology of the island comes from a monster rat that a sailor found there one day and then that just kind of stuck, but I'm assuming there's something else there behind the etymology though. And so this gets captured, the items, including the precious kilogram, get sold off, and unfortunately the man tasked with getting the kilogram into the United States dies in captivity. All of his items are gone, they eventually do make their way back into the United States into the family of the Ellicotts, who then eventually return the kilogram in 1952 with the latest Ellicott, 
whose name unfortunately I do not remember but will once again be in the links for further reading. It's interesting how this event with a ship getting blown off course and looted by pirates and held captive and eventually auctioned off had kind of stopped the metric system from coming over to the US. Of course, I'm assuming this isn't the isolated sole incident and the sole reason it has never been adopted. There are many more hurdles and over the past centuries and decades there have been attempts to implement the metric system in the US to no avail. But I just found that little tidbit interesting and when I was reading it for the first time, I found it kind of hilarious that one of the reasons the metric system potentially never came to the US was because of pirates. There you go, that was my fact of the week. Now I wanted to move on to the next part of the podcast, which is me rambling in a generally positive direction for the rest of the time. And today there were a couple of things I had in mind, but one of them was sunsets. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I'm currently in a very grindy part of my work. Uh, as some of you may know, some of you may not, I am currently also attending school. So I have classes and I have work on the side, which I do have a full-time, sometimes overtime freelance job, which is currently in its overtime phase. I really do love what I do for work. I think it's one of the coolest parts of what I can do. There's so much diversity, there's so much opportunity, and there's a lot of, well, technically there's a lot of freedom and it's really, really fun to do. It's great to be just in the booth recording. It's a lot of energy, so, you know, little column A, little column B, I do have to be quite energetic to get everything out, which is one of the reasons this podcast is quite a bit more chilled out than what you'd find on my commercial reels or audiobook readings, but I am, uh, yeah, currently I have a lot on my plate that I have to manage and juggle and it means staying slightly later nights and having to work a bit more intensely and balance that all with school and studies. And do I get this deadline out on time or do I get this math assignment out on time? Which is actually really fun to do. Of course, there is all the challenge of trying to balance and juggle everything at the same time, but I find that I am currently at a point where the juggling itself and the balancing itself is part of the fun. Please don't misunderstand this as me being some kind of masochist. I do get extremely, extremely tired, uh, especially as this is week three of me coming home pretty, pretty late and uh, trying to recuperate my sleeping schedule as much as I can. Inevitably, I do end up staying up a bit later with a book, my phone, or just doing something for a couple of hours to wind down before I had to sleep. I digress. My point is, one of the things that has really kept me going these past weeks has been the sunset. The sunset is, in general, one of my favorite times of the day, and just one of my favorite things in life. I love the golden hour that you get that kind of turns everything into magic. I feel that that's one of the most amazing and genuinely awesome things in the very original sense of the word and awesome and awe-inspiring that things that seem very mundane buildings train tracks 
what have you, uh, satellite dishes, balconies, things that aren't necessarily obvious as, well, that's really aesthetically pleasing. But when that golden hour light hits them and reflects just right, it turns magical. There's just something about the golden light either on a backdrop of sky, of gray sky, of cloudiness, or just a backdrop of anything really that kind of illuminates the town. And every time that the golden hour rolls around in the middle of the city, it feels like the entire city has been flooded with amber. And to any Terry Pratchett readers, the whole concept of the sunrise and sunset drifting through as it, the sun rises and the sunlight has a wave, a tsunami covering all the land in this amber kind of glow. And it's one of the most amazing things ever. No matter what my mood is, no matter if I'm tired, exhausted, grumpy, or just moody, or just stressed, whatever it may be, as soon as I see that, I calm down. And then it always winds me down. I always kind of reset into a good mood because I can enjoy that. I can enjoy the magic poured into the most mundane things to make them feel alive, to make them feel as though I'm part of a renaissance painting or, or an impressionist painting or what have you. And it's so beautiful to enjoy. And then you get the actual sunset itself. One of the things I genuinely try my best to do is to see the sunset. If not every day, of course, I'm not able to do this every single day, whether I be, whether I'm at work, whether I'm studying, whether I'm doing something else, there's always going to be days where I miss it. But I really do try to make it so that more often than not, I do actually see the sunset. I hope I've been saying sunset this entire time and not sunrise. I'm not sure about that, but hopefully you'll understand. I find just the fact that every single day is completely different, absolutely magical. I mean, just whether there are clouds or not, it's an empty, vast sky, or it's absolutely clouded with different types of clouds, the feathery ones that look like just hundreds of thousands of clumps, the brush strokes, the absolutely beautiful, gorgeous, enormous clouds, cumulonimbus, I want to say, is a word that kind of floats up there. Not sure if it's right. And then it gets painted by the sun. One of my favorite concepts, and I don't remember where I read it. I thought it might have been a book or a short story somewhere, but about a man who paints the sky every night. And I love that concept of just someone painting the sky in colors. I find that so gorgeous as a concept. Every single day is completely and entirely different. You're going to have similar patterns like the red sunsets, the pinkish sunsets, the yellowish sunsets, but no single one is the same. All of them are entirely unique and different. The clouds will play differently with the shadows and everything, some nights, I mean, this past year, it's only been a couple of months, but there were a couple of sunsets that looked like the entire sky was on fire, and I absolutely adored those. One of the really quirky but really, really lucky parts of my life is my neighbors. 
So I really, really love my neighbors. They're all really great. We get along well. We have a group chat. It's the first apartment that I've ever lived in. But at the same time, it is very welcoming. It's fantastic. And one of my favorite things is that whenever there is a beautiful sunset, usually around that time, a couple neighbors will post pictures of the sunset. It doesn't have to even say anything. There'll just be a couple of photos pop up in the group chat and I look outside and wow. Sometimes even two, three times this year so far because I saw a beautiful picture pop up and I was immediately rushing outside or rushing to the nearest window to watch. And this kind of washing away that it does or cleansing almost, to me personally, it feels like it reinvigorates me. This feeling of looking at a sunset reminds me of why I do this, why I do anything. It's a good reminder for me of the greatness and the vastness of the world and the universe, and it feels very cheesy to be saying all this. But ultimately, I look out there at the different colors playing in the sky with the clouds and the illumination, and to me it feels like a lot of the things that I worry about don't really mean that much. A lot of the concerns that I have, a lot of the deadlines that I'm running for, can all wait. I'm just enjoying the sunset for a few minutes. It doesn't have to be long. It can just be go out, take a picture or two maybe, and just stand there for a bit, or just stand there looking out the window, watching the colors. And to me, that's precious. Having this refresher and every single time, without fail, once I come back from watching a sunset, I will feel relaxed. Of course, if I'm very stressed at work and I have a lot that I'm doing, I'm not going to be all that relaxed. But relative to before, it's pretty great. Having that kind of silence drop into my soul or my heart relax and soften, if that makes sense, is really amazing. And I find it so fascinating that it all it takes is the sky and the sun. Something that we take for granted, obviously, but also something that is literally always there. If it's a rainy day, sure, you won't see the sunset, but there is still that off chance that you do catch one, and it peers through the clouds and you get to see a little pyrotechnical display as the last salute and hurrah of the sun for the day. Or, if there's an extended period of rain and it's always gray and cloudy, and on a separate note, I do love the rain, so I'm not exactly losing out there. But once the sun comes back and you get that first sunset after a spell of rain, it is absolutely magical because suddenly the gray, the gradient of black and white that you've been experiencing, and for some people, including myself occasionally, it just weighs down on you and you kind of need a little pick-me-up. You need a little energy. You need a little boost and something to keep going. And that sunset is what it is. Ultimately, it's just a little piece of magic that I can have every single day that reminds me to keep going and see the next one. And I hope that maybe that has encouraged you to take a look at the sunset every now and then. Check your phone for when it's going to be scheduled that day and kind of head out, make a plan, go somewhere nice, stay exactly where you are, but head to the window and just Spend some time looking at the sun setting and how it paints the sky. 
And I believe that note concludes this episode of the Untitled Serendipity Podcast. Thank you very much for listening up until this point, if you have been. If you've been using this as a sleeping aid, I hope that you are seeing some wonderful dreams of sunset skies. And if you are doing chores while listening to this, I hope that you have gotten so far in your chores you feel fantastic about it or have gotten a very solid start. As always, if you'd like to learn more about me, what I do, see more of my content or more of my projects, you can head over to nickzh.net. Or you can head over to the links in the description where I also have all of the information about the fact of the week. And of course, thank you again for listening.